0: to another episode of Lord of the Rings Sentence, your one-stop podcast for the most detailed and meticulous breakdown of J.R.R. Tolkien's most famous work, Lord of the Rings. Um, I'm joined today with a guest you might know from her podcast, Igniting the Spark, a Star Wars podcast from uh, Talk Film Society, Callie Smith. Callie, welcome to the show.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: For those of you who haven't listened before, this show, we read a sentence from the Fellowship of the Ring one sentence at a time until we're done with that book and then we'll read one sentence at a time out of the two towers until we're done with that book and then we'll read one sentence at a time weekly for Return of the King until we're done with that book and then we'll launch into a Cimmerillion series or something uh maybe maybe go back and do The Hobbit uh we'll see but for now Callie what uh what's your history with Lord of the Rings? Like you a big fan of the movies of the books? Have you read them before?
1: Yeah. Um, whenever I was a kid, uh, I tried to read the Hobbit. Cause like, that's the thing, right? Mm -hmm. Whenever you're a kid, it's like, well, that one's the
0: children's book. Exactly. Right. Start
1: with the Hobbit, see how you feel about it. And, you know, uh, maybe after that, go on and read the big boy books. Uh, and, uh, I didn't, I don't think I made it all the way through. I'm pretty sure I got like most of the way through and then just suddenly went, uh, <laughs> like I can't do this anymore. Um, but I had like a friend at my, like, I, I was raised in a, a private school and I remember that I had this friend mm-hmm. who by the time we were in fifth grade had read all of them and read like the Cimmerillion and read right. just like every Tolkien thing and I was just like bro that's I mean, uh
0: that's the thing about private school kids yeah private they kids. love Tolkien
1: yeah um Tolkien wildly. and
0: C.S. Lewis uh yeah both oh yeah
1: oh yeah I was I was more of I was more of a Lewis kid you know yeah I yeah I definitely Oh yeah, all over. I think our
0: our our, our mutual friend uh, Cody just started a, a Narnia sentence um, mm. on my last um the last episode.
1: Oh, um, nice!
0: And uh, it's a podcast within a podcast, so I'll have to bring you on for a Narnia sentence sometime. Okay, cool, Cody cool. On. But
1: uh, or just yeah. you know Lewis sentence in general. I'll, I'll pull out mere christianity over here mere christianity <laughs> <laughs> might be a little less fun of you know a, not you as, know. Mm, a little bit more well i mean hey there's plenty of good old christian symbolism in uh lord of the rings too as well as narnia that's like a, that, I think that's a thing so, Tolkien and, uh, not so far so far it's mostly been about a birthday party oh okay um, cool right we're, of, i mean we're i guess not that the greatest far, birthday
0: so. party of all time christmas day jesus christ's birthday so i guess there are some Parallels, um, true, true. But so far, I haven't seen any imagery like that. Um, okay, okay. So far, but yeah. Did you ever read The Great Divorce by uh, C.S. Lewis? That is uh, one of
1: his non-fictions. I have not read. It's a there was weird there was one. There was a period where I was like, I'm gonna hit all the non C.S. Mm-hmm. Lewis hit those apologetics. Well, The Great um,
0: Divorce was uh, was a fiction book. It's a uh, it's right. a novel.
1: Yeah, I forgot that. Yeah, so I it's about I read, like a
0: group of people in hell. Who get to take a field trip and see heaven. <laughs> they get right. to like okay. hop on a train. The train's called the Great Divorce. And uh they ride up to heaven and then they get to spend the day there. <laughs> Just getting jealous of all the people that get to spend their turn. <laughs> and they banana.
1: go right back down. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: If all those one guy who's like, no, I'm I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna try to stay. <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can.
1: <laughs> that has big the good place energy
0: <laughs> like, it really does i've like wanted like uh seth rogan and like his team to like do their like raunchy comedy version of the great divorce i want S. <S. that movie lewis so like bad. turning over in his right.
1: grave <laughs>
0: right i want it oh. so bad i just feel like it could be great but
1: uh well, that could i mean yeah <laughs> Uh,
0: but it'll my. never happen I don't think the no. C.S. Lewis estate would like Seth Rogen <laughs> and that.
1: you don't think you don't think they'd, they'd answer if Seth Rogen gave a call <laughs> yeah
0: I want like this is the end energy but it's based on the novel by C.S. Lewis
1: <laughs> yeah yeah um, perfect perfect two great tastes that taste great together yes <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> I think it's just so crazy. It might, it might just work is, is my, my stance. Yeah. It,
1: I mean, I mean, yeah, the good place is that exact energy kind of. Mm-hmm. So yeah, honestly it would, it's just, uh,
0: <laughs> the, uh, the <laughs> space trilogy is the other not so famous, uh, C.S. Lewis fiction work. Right? I read the yeah. first one of that, but I haven't read the other two.
1: Um, I haven't, I haven't do- dove into that at all. I, I think know. the other, uh fiction one I read was uh the screw tape letters
0: about oh okay yeah
1: which is a fun one um yeah. I actually saw a stage version of it too like a one-man no play version of it where the guy he
0: just reads the book
1: basically <laughs> calls it a play basically calls it a play no but he yeah. actually has like there's like it's a two-man play technically because there is somebody oh, there, who plays the wormwood his, like and helper. The, yeah, yeah yeah wormwood Uh, and he, you know, he's the guy writing screw tape, the letters, of course, Mm -hmm. uh, telling him how to, you know, corrupt the Christian. Uh, it's a, it was, it was fun. I remember being like, this is a delight at the time I saw it, but I don't know. That was a long time and, uh, much Christian deconstruction (laughs) to go. (laughs) So, but But, anyway,
0: uh, yeah, I feel like no matter, no matter where you at or, or what you believe, it's just a clever concept. (laughs) Like it is, yeah. I, I read like a review of it years ago. So I don't even remember where I read it. It might've been like it, literally like an Amazon product review of the book or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But some guy, I just remember reading some guy saying like, I'm an atheist. And like, I think this is like the funniest book I've ever read. Like this is like, <laughs> it's hilarious. It uh, that these demons are fun. being so like... petty and so like sneaky. Um, but yeah, but this is not the screw tape letter sentence. No, This is no. the Lord of the Rings sentence. Yes. And we've got a sentence to read out of the Fellowship of the Ring. Um, so I think it's time for our one sentence to rule them all. Uh, a little bit of background. If you're okay. not caught up, uh, if you've never listened to the show before, I recommend going back, listening to the first 31 episodes. But if you don't want to do that, I'll give you a brief synopsis here, so don't worry. Big birthday coming up in Hobbiton. Bilbo and Frodo Both share a birthday, September 22nd. Frodo is turning 33. Bilbo is turning 111. Big talk of the town. Everyone's talking about it. Um, Bilbo and Frodo's gardeners, Ham and Sam Gamgee, they are A, excited about the party, and B, love the Bagginses. Big fans of the Bagginses. They all get along. It's great. Rest of the town, they're talking trash. They're not necessarily uh the biggest fans of Bilbo not that they hate him they just like you know they gossip about him um specifically last week we were introduced to this character named Old Noakes and he doesn't even live in Hobbiton he lives in Bywater but he was uh you know starting to talk a little bit of of trash about Frodo he said what's the deal with this Frodo guy and that's where we pick up this week uh for the 30 second sentence of the book um and here it goes (coughs) Oh yeah, I I did a voice for this character last week. Oh, his, okay. His Excellent. name is Old Noakes, so I really mm-hmm. leaned into the old. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, so naturally. I'm going to continue that uh, for this for this sentence. <laughs> Baggins is his name, but he's more than half a brandy buck, they say. And there's the sentence. Okay. Awesome. So okay. that's what we have. So a lot to dig into there a lot to dig dig into <laughs> Baggins is his name but he's more than half a brandy buck they say mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so is he implying one of Frodo's parents were was like cheating with some brandy
1: buck? Uh, this is the
0: first of the brandy buck name we've heard I was
1: just about to ask if we had heard this name before in our other thirty-one sentences.
0: No, I believe this is the first mention of the brandy buck. I don't know. I need to read this prologue so I can uh, <laughs> have a little bit more background. Maybe they mentioned the brandy bucks there. I'd say that just about every week that I need to read the prologue, and I've never done it. And uh, it never happens. <laughs> but no, no brandy bucks yet. Um, was a uh, Pippin is a toque peregrine mm-hmm. took is is mary a brandy buck
1: he might be now that you say it um but I, that name i do from my limited uh lord of the rings knowledge mm-hmm. i do know that it's like a name of another family in the town you know what i mean
0: yeah and um, so this came from a time oh when... hey oh you got an
1: update from the from the google machine hey. um, mary is actually the brandy buck yes yeah. okay mary so mary dog. is
0: the brandy yeah, mary a okay, dog cool. brandy buck
1: yep 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 that's it Okay. Great. oh we got there we got there
0: <laughs> so this comes from a uh, a time um when last names were well i, I guess middle earth it doesn't really exist at any time but i assume that last names came from like what you did you know like smiths like yourself might have been mm-hmm. like a family of blacksmiths um yeah. oliver like me uh, might have been people who worked at the Olive Garden, um, something like that. Yep, so Brandy Buck, maybe they made brandy, sold it for a buck. That's my first yeah. thought.
1: I <laughs> would imagine that with the name Brandy Buck and with him saying this about, he's talking about Frodo, right? And saying he's yeah. more of a Brandy Buck. Yeah, I'm guessing, right. The name, having Brandy, alcohol. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing that the Brandy Bucks are more of a like They're party, party yeah. family, you know? you know, like, and he's going, I've seen Frodo hanging yeah. out with Mary a lot. Right. The Baggins I, I is, is that
0: that's thing. a respectable family, but yeah. he's, he doesn't really, he's, he's more of
1: a Brandy Buck. He's been hanging out with uh, the wrong crowd, maybe. <laughs> with
0: Mary. I mean, Mary does get into a lot of trouble with like the fireworks in the movie. Oh uh, yeah. None of this is, ha- Mary hasn't been through this in the book yet, but, uh, but in the movie, yeah. we know he's a bit of a troublemaker. He and Pippin oh, are yeah. like getting into the crops and stealing carrots and stuff. Um, shooting off fireworks. <laughs> <That's>
1: <laughs> They're also I like, I don't know. Yeah. We don't know tons about them at the beginning. Mm-hmm. They're also like, though, just again, from my limited movie knowledge, mm-hmm. some of my favorite like character journeys in the movies oh, are, yeah. are, Mary and pippin so they go from just like being a good
0: hang like just the funnest of the of yeah. the characters to like you know, being w- genuinely willing to lay down their life for the betterment of the future of middle earth yeah um and that's yeah. cool we
1: like that so hey you know here's the thing right he may be trying to dig on frodo with this this sentence but hey i think he's kind of like giving him a bit of a compliment whether he realizes it or not you know like thinking about some foreshadowing and everything with where we get with mary and pippin you know um
0: my guest last week uh eli said he he did not like this old noak and i gotta say old noaks sorry i gotta say i agree with him i think he's being super judgmental i think he's not the nicest neighbor we've met
1: strikes me as a little gossipy probably
0: very gossipy hobbiton seemingly is full of gossipy people it seems like ham yeah, and sam Gamgee tracks. are the exception to the rule um but everyone else is just like yeah always talking about the Bagginses behind their backs
1: yeah yeah that it's makes not, sense not cool. that is the energy i've always gotten from hobbiton so
0: yeah. have you ever done any uh, so callie you do cosplay
1: have mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. ever
0: done any Lord of the Rings cosplay before?
1: No, but there are definitely characters in Lord of the Rings I would consider doing. Um, I think whenever I started getting into this hobby, though, I was like very much into the movies mm-hmm. uh, and kind of was like, but like, I don't know. I didn't know enough about anything yet at that point. So I remember wanting who, uh, to cosplay. Um, yeah, who would you go for? The... I, man, now I am blanking on her name. Which uh, mm, fake fan? Uh, <laughs> no, the character though that has the "I am no man" moment, of course, oh, would be yeah, like uh, Aowyn. Yeah, yeah Aowen. Um, in her, you know, she's got a fun helmet armor. In that yeah, sequence. exactly. Yeah. Um, so that would have been the one, but I didn't know anything about making mm-hmm. armor, any good, any of that good stuff. Um, definitely didn't have be, uh, a convenient three D printer now.
0: So. I'd be curious about, like, seeing people's uh, tree beard, like, cosplays. <laughs> I imagine there's probably good ones out there.
1: I was about to say, I've seen some wild stuff, so I'm sure that yeah. there are ant cosplayers out there.
0: Oh, uh, that'd be so good. I don't know who I'd want to be. Probably, like, probably Gimli. Gimli's the best. Gimli does <laughs> be rule. So <laughs>
1: he's, he's great. If I had half of the... An, a, a fraction of the hot energy uh, required to pull off Aragorn—that would be my like cross cross-dressing uh, choice.
0: He's got a uh, uh, he's got a lot of hot energy. He almost got, died yeah. like three times
1: filming the movies too. <laughs> I'm not surprised to hear that even remotely.
0: Yeah, oh man, he, poor dude. He <laughs> went on to freaking beat the Creed book uh, two years ago. In what so, I think is a very good and funny performance, if you're doing a broad comedy, but the movie was that like movie's trying not a broad to comedy. be so like important <laughs> and failing. Oh, but uh, but no. His, Every time
1: uh, I think of that, I'm just like, what a weird liminal space <laughs> that year that Green Book won the Academy Award. Uh, aren't you looking forward to that year on your other podcast?
0: <laughs> oh. See, that's the thing, is that was a year we had already started the podcast when that year happened. So, like as we go, we sort of talk about new movies as they come out. And so, like, part of us is thinking, like, we've already kind of talked about Green Book. Do we can do we have to do an episode on that, or can we just like do something we else on the show buy. once we catch up to 2016? Was when we started the podcast. Um
1: wasn't wasn't good old Vigo like actually nominated for that performance too, even yeah, though it's in the completely say, wi- wildly wrong movie.
0: <laughs> like- <laughs> I want to say he won the golden globe, but I could be wrong about
1: that. That sounds right. Now that you say it, I kind of like, as soon as you said it got the mental image of him on the stage, like accepting it.
0: Right. Wow. I I remember the really weird thing about that movie was, uh, what's his name? The director of the movie, Um, why am I blanking on his name?
1: Dumb and dumber Fairly? guy. Fairly
0: yeah fairly he uh was talking about Linda Cardellini and like the character she played the heart heart and soul of that movie (laughs) this like afterthought of a wife character (laughs) was the soul of that movie somehow it's like okay I wouldn't have guessed that, but I remember sure. they talked
1: about that literally during their Best Picture acceptance speech. They're like, "Oh, yeah, the heart," did. and I was just like,
0: "And she looked like embarrassed in her seat that they were yeah. saying
1: that." I can't, I can't blame her because I'd be like, "Guys, yeah. stop! Everybody sees through this. Please
0: stop." It is as outrageous as if, like, let's say Joss Whedon had said Linda Cardellini is the heart and soul of Age of Ultron. It is like <laughs> equally as outrageous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God above. <laughs>
1: I was about to say, I forgot she's in that, but I actually just happened to watch that movie again recently.
0: And yeah, but, but she's good in it. <laughs> also forget she's that always she's good. in Green Book. <laughs> yeah. So, God above. Um, and I wish I could, I wish I could forget. Let's <laughs> see. Awards and nominations. I, and I wish I could I forget, forget and forgive his, for Vigo uh, too. I don't see this in his, in his uh, Wikipedia page, but that's not, that's not mm. the most extensive search, but you know, yeah
1: yeah that's, it's just that's as much as I'm gonna look wild and his you know <laughs> to get onto a Vigo sidebar his <laughs> career after this was kind of like wild in that he kind of refused to do bigger movies you know he always did yeah. less accessible independent uh kind of violent stuff usually honestly the only did a history like... of violence I remember so
0: yeah, there was that movie, the like post-apocalyptic movie with like the kid. Can't think of what that's called. Is it's kind of like a Captain similar to like Children of Men. No, kind of vibe. The Road? Mm, that the the that's movie? the one. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. Road. I never saw it. But yeah, he's in Captain Fantastic, which I also haven't seen. I did see Hidalgo, which I think is his only like attempt at a, I remember seeing at that a blockbuster too, yeah. movie after yeah. Lord of the Rings, and it was like immediately after Lord of the Rings. Um it was okay in my memory, I don't know. It was okay, kind of forgettable.
1: <laughs> it's all right. I think there was like a I fun am... horseback
0: riding chase sequence or something. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I brought up the list of awards that he won and was nominated for for Good old Green Book, and yes, he was nominated for Best Actor at the Oscars for gotcha. you know being in a completely separate movie, which is wild. <laughs> Um, well, he stood but, out. I think when you notice the out, acting, yeah. that's
0: when you know it's good. When, yeah, you see, when you're able to say, like, man, that guy's really acting, that's when you know that that's a really good
1: actor. That is the rule of thumb for it seems most people. Uh, yeah. But uh, most importantly, though, I mean, yes, he won at Boston Film Festival and a couple other film festivals around there. But most importantly, he did win the best actor in the AARP Movies for Grownups Awards. <laughs> What? The American Association of Retired People, my friend.
0: They have <laughs> they're, a, they're they have awards. an award?
1: They have awards every year.
0: <laughs> I guess it makes sense that Green Book would have been like a big winner for the A. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. It's but I just I also love that they are that and then they decided to name their award show the Movies for Grown Ups Awards. <laughs> like, I, thought that no, that was, really? I thought that
0: was I thought that was a name that you were giving them. No, <laughs> the Movies for grownups. That
1: is genuinely their name. Oh, that's fantastic. Show, which is excellent that. yeah uh, that needs to be in. the
0: new since they're not doing the globes anymore that needs to be the new globes <laughs> is the movies for grown-ups awards
1: put that in the in the time slot <laughs> of the globes
0: yeah
1: oh man
0: um well yeah any other thoughts on this uh this sentence or this wonderful sentence <laughs> this wonderful um, sentence
1: i i think uh good old what's his name old what was it no nokes. old Old, nokes? old nokes. um I think he needs to put some respect on both of those names. Um the is and
0: the Brandy Bucks.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. That's uh, Now, granted, we're saying this knowing where the story goes, but I mean, still, even then, stop, quit quit it, old notes. Stop, stop being a bad neighbor. Knock that off. Knock that right on. Hobbiton's
0: off. supposed to be like the paradise of Middle Earth. What are you doing?
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's no gossiping in, in paradise. What you doing, my man? No.
0: But anyway, um well that's Kelly, my, my so final much. thought thanks so much for coming <laughs> on the show uh, where can people find you and your uh your podcast
1: oh my podcast is uh igniting the spark on uh talk film society um you can find that pretty much anywhere I suppose that you find podcasts uh and uh it should have uh episodes coming out in a couple weeks starting in November so uh keep an eye out for that uh i will definitely have dated the first few episodes because they were recorded a very long time ago uh <laughs> but that's cool uh and as for any writing i do that's all at talk film society too and if you want to follow me on the internet i am at Kali smith 92 on i don't know all the things letterbox oh, twitter thanks. instagram all the good stuff so and me.
0: If you want to follow the show, you can follow it at L-O-T-R sentence, Uh, and you can follow me at Chad A. Oliver. I'm also on Letterboxd. It's the best social media app there is. Um, It was, uh, if you'll listen to Igniting the Spark, it's how Callie and I both knew that we watched Midnight Mass, which is, I think, both of our favorite shows of the year. Just a really fantastic, (laughs) fantastic show uh, about... I'm not going to say what it's about because spoilers. Um,
1: Let's just say religion. Yeah, religion <laughs> like, is a big, is a big thing. You, which you
0: could have guessed with the name Midnight Mass. Um, most
1: importantly, it's about <laughs> Hamish Linklater's performance. That's what it's about. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's very good.
0: He's no very relation good. to Richard Linklater, from my no, uh, no, from my understanding.
1: No, a different um, branch of a very unique last name.
0: <laughs> yeah. Those two should collab. That'd be fun.
1: Yeah, yeah, it would actually. Because I like, mean, here's the thing at this very... point, I'm now like Hamish Linklater and everything. So, yeah. I know. mean, Hamish
0: Linklater is clearly good in like extremely like talky, monologuey things. And Richard Linklater is very good at writing and directing like very talky True. things. True. See yeah. the before trilogy um, or really any of his movies. Uh, yeah, they should collab.
1: Yeah, Linklater collab win. Can't wait.
0: 2022. 2022. Um, Here we go. Well, thanks again for coming on the show. Uh, And thank you you for listening, audience. This has been the 32nd sentence of The Fellowship of the Ring. Tune in next week for the 33rd sentence of The Fellowship of the Ring.
1: Might be cool.com. You never know.